This is an Area Code podcast. This is All Alone, a podcast about life during a pandemic. These audio diaries were recorded during the week of March 15th, 2020. My name is Alicia. I'm 29 years old. I live in a small little town right outside of Raleigh, North Carolina, and I am a high school history teacher, specifically American history. I live alone with my dog. I have a two-year-old pug named Moki. I'm, I'm not married. I don't have a live-in partner. I don't have any children, so it's just me and my dog in my apartment. I work in a high school, um, in a public high school. We have somewhere over 2,000 students. Um, And then a couple afternoons a week, I also work in a preschool with about 20 to 25 kids under the age of five. Um, So my whole life pretty much exists in like a a human Petri dish, kind of. Um, I'm always exposed to all the illnesses and ailments and stuff that that pass, whether it's the cold or the flu or now the coronavirus, I, I see it all. I very rarely get hit with anything, um, but right now my allergies are, are definitely flaring up. Hello everyone, my name is Andrea. So I live in Belize, Central America, and I live with my husband and three children, Jenny, Kaylin, and Zyra. And we also have two dogs, Seek and Zadi. I think the first thing I remember hearing about the coronavirus was this weird disease that um, came about from people that were eating bats and other types of animals and that it was getting out of hand um and i think when i first heard it i was like dismissive of it i was like i thought it was more of an isolated thing and that it would you know blow over very um quickly like you know most news that kind of gets picked up by the mainstream media i feel like you're always switching from one thing to the next so that's what was my reaction So in the summer of 2018, I went on a professional development trip to China. And so we made some connections with teachers in three different provinces. So there's a bunch of them that I still have kind of on like social media channels and things like that, that I noticed them kind of mentioning this word coronavirus. It really didn't didn't hit me. Even the people that I know who are still traveling back and forth between the United States and China I didn't see them talking about it or or hear them talking about it really um, until much more recently. So yeah, I I don't think I really took it that seriously until we started seeing kind of the media explosion about it. I I honestly, I would say it probably wasn't until the kind of Italian outbreak that I really started paying attention to it in the news much more closely. I think it really uh, started to transition in the last 
couple weeks when we saw how rapidly it was spreading and it seemed like it kept coming closer and closer when we um, heard that you know there would be a press conference and that there would be measures put in place and everybody on social media was freaking out about it and um, talking about how the government was not doing enough to prevent our border to protect our borders and to prevent the coronavirus from reaching our shores and i think that was really when it hit home when we um, started to hear of the lockdown that was taking place all over the world and realizing that this is something that could easily get here and that we wouldn't be able to do anything about it. When did the coronavirus transition from being something out there to something right here? Um, I would say when they started talking about schools closing. Um, I mean, as, as a teacher, I was paying pretty close attention to that. And I think that's what made it feel more real to me when you started to see counties shutting down, when you started to see um, whole states closing. And of course, like that's when my students were coming in. We were in school up until Friday, which was two days ago. And I think Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we just... We struggled to really get anything done because the kids were so adamant in wanting to talk about it. And and also just, I could hear them spreading a lot of misinformation and making a lot of jokes that really kind of clued into me that this was something very present in their lives, but that they didn't really understand. And I can't really blame them. The majority of kids that I teach are, you know, 15, 16 years old. And so how do you take something that large and that expansive and, and really boil it down into the need to knows and, and what's true and what's not? They're, they're still learning how to consume media appropriately and, and how to be media literate. So we mostly took it as an opportunity to practice some of those skills, to practice research and corroboration, um, and, and just to evaluate, you know, what's out there, what are people being said, or what are, what are people saying, what's being said, and, and, and what of that is, is true, and what of that is something that we should really take to heart. I've been having lots of conversations, I feel like. One of them was with board members in a board meeting for a local pregnancy center that I volunteer at and co-founder for. And we met to talk about what we would do if there was a confirmed case in Belize. At that point when we met, it, there was none. And we serve quite a few women. Several of them are refugees in this country. I would say majority of them are almost all of them come from um, very, very poor situations, low-income families. Some of them are way below the poverty line. And uh, we have, I would say, over 60 women or so that would come on a weekly basis. And just talking about the implications of that and if we have to close our doors what do we need to put in place that we can still um, offer assistance to these women? And yesterday, I believe, the 
ministry of education announced that all schools would be closed effective this friday my oldest daughter will be doing online school her school was already in the process of transitioning to doing online classes due to the coronavirus so i will have all three kids doing school i've never had homeschooled before so this will be quite interesting So um, as of yesterday, schools are closed until at least March 30th, um, which is two weeks. So that's a big change for me. I have decided to practice social distancing as best as I can and to essentially like self-quarantine. But yeah, so I think that's the biggest change is that I'll be spending two weeks just at home with very little social interaction and, and not doing my job, which is a huge part of my identity. So trying to see how I'll spend my time and what I can do to still feel somewhat productive will be interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, feel, it feels like my life is going to be wholly different when I compare it to what it was not even a week ago, where I was just, you know, seeing things on the news and thinking that it was everyone but me. Um, and now I don't really know. I don't really know what to, what to do, um, with myself or with my time. I've reached out to people that I love and care about and, you know, said, Hey, if you need anything, let me know. I, um, have been checking in with my sister in particular, cause she's got two little girls at home and she works in a hospital to see if they need anything. Um, and then, and then on top of that, I've been trying to kind of coordinate some very localized, um, attention towards our food bank, um, for the central and eastern parts of North Carolina, um, trying to collect donations, um, and, and just making sure that we're doing what we can from home to, to be good to each other and, and to make sure that we all get through this together. All Alone is created and hosted by me, Morgan Lee. It's produced by Richard Clark, Sarah Cameron, and myself. All Alone is a useful group podcast. For more information or to join us, please send us an email at coronavirusdiaries at gmail.com. This is an area code podcast.